As you know, <clears throat> I stress, emphasize, push um, in the direction of self-inquiry very firmly, very strongly, um, unrelenting, unrelentingly really, in our exchanges. Uh, can you see why uh, I so strongly uh, advise and, and <coughs> uh, direct you through this path? Is clear for you why it is? You'd like to say something about it? Okay. Yes, I feel like I've been on a very circuitous path my whole life. Um, sort of someone who's like sort of dabbled and tasted nearly everything. I can't say everything, but many, many paths. And um, I would say like I found various <coughs> varying degrees of, of peace and serenity, but I never before discovering self-inquiry found something that I felt that even even in moments, even in just the glimpses um, of clarity, that I felt I really tasted my true nature. We could call the Buddha nature or the Christ consciousness. Um, I, I'm actually very grateful to have this opportunity to speak with you because I wanted to talk about a little bit more about m my experience and what's happening for me while I'm here. So like tonight, um, before coming to dinner, I had some time and I was laying and practi practicing to the best of my ability and I feel like I get to a point, I feel very, very present. I feel very aware of both my body sensations, very much put my attention on the eye. <coughs> Try to um, focus my attention on just that one thought, I am to the best of my abilities, and I feel that what happens for this one is that I feel like I hit almost a wall, but it's not a solid wall, of course. It's more like a like a quicksand, I think it's the word <laughs> that you've used. And so I feel like I'm, I'm so close, because I'm aware enough to sort of be aware of the thinker, and to be aware that, like I'm feeling that quicksand, but there's still, I don't know, what it is that's like still in that Maya or in that illusion that I don't know what it is that still is clinging to that when I know that past that the freedom is so priceless and mm -hmm. I just 
Muji, I just, I'm just being really honest with you. Very good. Very good. And my answers are very much um, for for anybody who um, is focused towards the same urge for for freedom. So. When you even say that uh, now you you've done very well, you know, you come to a point where even you say I'm aware of the the thinker or the one who is like living life and and even maybe practicing so on and and that is watched even from this this space of natural presence which you may call the sense I am, the feeling I exist because without the I exist Nothing else can be said to exist. Everything else take their birth secondarily to the I exist. The I exist must be there. It must be primary in terms of uh, uh, hereness. And then other things can be said to then derive their existence um, secondary to the, the presence of the, the feeling I am, the feeling I exist. So. Uh, Then you say also, I try to fix my attention on the I am. That is an attempt uh, to do something, to fix the attention on I am. And that has been useful up to a point when I feel that, okay, we haven't as yet come to the place of I am in its undivided purity. Some effort has been made, first of all, true understanding that. Uh, the sense I am is already here. It cannot be reached because it is already here. But it must be recognized somehow. It must be verified that this is that all things are reporting to that most intimate sense of being. When and if this is clear now. Then it becomes clear and spontaneously known to you that everything else is appearing on the screen of consciousness or something. They are appearing as phenomena inside your perceiving ability. Everything is like this. Then you say, then okay, then let them be then, because they seem to be going on quite well without me. They are moving according to their own laws. They are just like clouds floating in that open expanse. They are going. Nobody put them there. Nobody takes them away. They come and go. They appear. They disappear. But some intelligence must be there to discern their appearance and their disappearance. Uh, so that discernment is uh, is intimate to you, because you say. Yes, I can see they're coming. I can see thoughts coming. I can feel sensations. I can feel their loudness. I can feel them going. This is a report about traffic. What comes, what goes, emotions. They're coming. They're rising. Sometimes very loudly. They're present, but again, they're also seen weakness to be passing. Also, everything has been like that. When it has been clear like this, that uh, if one merely observe 
without touching the feeling, I must do something about this, which, by the way, is also observable as an intention or a feeling, and see that, that if that feeling comes, oh yes, I must do this, I must stop doing this, and you know that, and then it's pointed out to you, but that is also a sensation that is also perceived. Don't, don't take hold of that. Don't purchase. Don't believe. Don't follow that. It's enough right now just to detect that that is also a sensation. And what is the purpose of the inquiry? It is only to be very clear as to what you, first of all, maybe what you are not. What you are not. If we can come to that point where it is clear for you, but this, I cannot be this. Cannot be this. Cannot be this. We don't even have to call it religion or spirituality, even. Just clear thinking, it cannot be what is. It comes and goes. There are appearances. The sense about what is must be that it must be constantly is. Not is, is not. But it must be constantly is. Now, you may say, but its isness is not constant to my perception. Are we together on this so far? Yes. Yeah. So therefore, if you speak about what is always is, but it, it not it's not always is to my perception. Because when I perceive it it is, when I don't, then it's not. So which is the greater? The apparent isness or the me that says I am not aware of the isness. This is something very important and I want to just to take we want to slow down a little bit so that we chew and digest as we go. Okay? Because here is very important point, place, where often a lot of misunderstanding happens, where it seems that myself as uh, the I am or the personality even I'm in a firmer, more factual place than the apparent great isness. Because I am the one that can say, uh, I recognize the isness. So, therefore, is the isness, or the pure reality, is it also a phenomenon to me? And if it is a phenomenon to me, it cannot be the ultimate. It means that I am greater than that isness. Then who are you? So let's just gargle with that for a little bit. Because it seems that often we are saying and speaking like this, you know. Sometimes whenever I come back to that isness, then everything is fine. But then somehow my mind arises and I go off again. And the isness is lost. So this one who is speaking appears to be the final um, acknowledger of what is true. This one feels like a fact, and that what is comes and goes. Now I am just asking now: Is this true? Tonight we must clarify something. I don't want anybody, as far as can be helped, 
to go to sleep tonight without resolving something of what I'm speaking today. When you say the easiness, you mean the witness position? No, I'm talking about that within, okay, this is a good point. When we speak about weakness, mm -hmm. we imagine somehow that weaknessing is a weaknessing of every phenomena in terms of its potential state or its actual uh, condition or actuality, that all of that is weaknessable, whether it be in terms of emotion or thought or some physicality, everything that is elementally substantial, all of this. The, 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 the functioning of the presence and functioning of intellect, the powers of imagination, the powers of belief, the powers of even attention, intimate powers in the beingness, that all of them are perceivable. Yeah. Yes. Okay? Yeah. So that is then clear that you know uh, they can only be known because there is a, a prior yeah. uh, space of perceiving. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yeah. And then the question was asked then, this primal space of perceiving is there. Can this uh, perceiving or perceiver itself be perceived? That's one of my questions. No. And because? Because I can, I can only be, I cannot see. I cannot see it. And I is what? The seer. But the seer is um, like when when mind rise up, and and then it's like I sometimes I still log on, right? And then I I and then something happens, and I'm aware of that, and then I and, and then I can go back to this. Not going back, but then I'm also aware of this. Okay, let me ask you something. Mm -hmm. Is there is there a difference between the seer and the seeing, not the seen, not the thing seen, but the the the, the function of seeing? Is there a f the function of seeing, and is there a seer at the end of the function of see of seeing? Let's slow down. Because I'm, as I'm asking you, I don't feel that like you have prepared answers, so I'm not in a hurry. I want you just to check in and come from the place of your own seeing, rather than from something that you might have read or something like that. Yeah, is the seeing uh, a function in front of an entity which is doing the seeing? Is there a difference between the seeing, the function of seeing, the acti the activity of seeing? And the seer, is there a seer seeing? Intuitively says no. So, what are you saying? Which is the real, the seer or the seeing? The seeing. Is there witnessing of seeing also? No, no. Is there awareness of even the function of seeing? There is awareness of perception. Huh? Yes. There, there is awareness of perception. There is awareness of perception. My question, is there 
uh, a perceiving of seeing itself, of the action of seeing, perceiving. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, where does the perceiving of perceiving arises from? And what is there? And, and who are you? It's not or even arising, it is. Huh? It's not even arising, it's, it is. It is. And you are? I am this. Sorry? I am this. I am this. It's not even space, it's perceiving pure and unconcerned. Sometimes? Always. Can this understanding be called dry? Meaning that is uh, merely just uh, psychological, intellectual, theoretical, mental. No. Okay. But you mean that I experience it, right? That I have inner knowledge that this is the truth for me, right? Yes. It's not dry when you're really doing it, when you're really looking. Mm-hmm. By looking in this way, are you kind of producing joy? What is the outcome of this this um, introspection? Is it background of which is joy? Just kind of yes. emptiness for me. Lot. Yes. Openness. Mm. Silence. Openness supposed to be. It's relief from being a person. For me. Relief from being a It's like the life ends, you know. It's, it's ending for me. I have nothing more to do. Uh. And then, then I'm just here. That is an interesting expression. Life is ending for me. <coughs> Not an attractive thought for 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 some place, a mind in a mind or something like this. But I, I like it because there's space in it for me. Do you find the same thing or not? Mm-hmm. Is your mind tight with words that when you hear them, it's like they, they, they take breath from you? Or can you find where they are real in the context of their expression? Mm-hmm. They said, they said that life is ending for me. 
and there's nothing really I I need to do. Is that uh, does that mean the end of activity? For you? No, because the the, the 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 person that I see I cannot control. Yeah, so mm. so th- things happen. Things happen mm. uh, or don't happen. This is this is keeps going on, but 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 in my true identity, uh, seeing it, uh, I know I have nothing. That I can do about it. So this is a great, great relief. And just observing it, and and not just observing, but also just mm, it's uh, it's being being. It still happened, but I'm not a part of it. Okay. Is there something what is the highest expression of observing? Because for a while our observing is of some phenomenon or some phenomena which seems to be in a state of movement, comes and goes, comes and goes, comes and goes. At first, it can it can be that there appears to be a kind of active observing, mean that there is uh, a sensitivity to what is being observed, and, and and reactions are taking place, and the reactions are taking place apparently in the seeing in the seeing place like this. Uh, so we 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 then say, but if reactions are occurring inside the seer, then that seer is not yet pure. Because it's it it's whatever it is seeing is a reflection of perhaps some current inside itself. So if that is also then noted that but yes, actually that seer is not complete. Uh, so therefore it is it amounts to another kind of phenomenon and is a deeper seeing in which that 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 reactionary seeker is also seen. And then in that moment mm, there is nothing left to define the seer. There is only the seeing is, is present. And uh, the previous point of seeing, which was felt to be perhaps more alive, more personal, more passionate, now floats up on the screen of what is phenomenally perceivable, like this. Now, <coughs> gradually, as the observing uh, deepens, matures more, one just comes to see that but all of it is just phenomenal. Everything is just coming and going. Mm-hmm. This is because coming and going. But that which is watching is that coming and going. Is the watcher of all of this coming <coughs> also coming and going? No, it's not coming and going. But but the not at all. But the attention. Like but the attention. Yeah. Like, like I'm still. I I'm not always in, in my true identity. Right? Like mm. still. Tripping, going in into into the identity. Mm-hmm. I, for, I forget. Something. Okay. And then and then there is a reminder. Mm. Uh, usually it comes with the, I start to to suffer from something. Mm-hmm. And then and then in in this instant there is also awareness of it. And then okay. Mm. Very good. Thank you. Let us uh, see if we can go a bit further.
witnessing of phenomena can only take place in the realm of consciousness, in the realm of the dynamic consciousness, when the sense I am is present. The sense I am is not always present. The sense I am is present in waking state. In deep sleep it is not there. So therefore, um, this type of observation, of watching what comes and goes and so on, when uh, what stays, you say? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. Like I, I cannot see it, but, but I am aware of its presence. Mm. You can only have some of the taste of that uh, perception and observation during the waking state. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So therefore, when we say that the witness, which is active during the, the presence of consciousness, uh, watching the comings and goings of whatever emotion, thought, sensations, uh, time, relationships, concepts, is only available in a certain uh, phase of consciousness. Uh, because we say that this witness doesn't move, but then it's not there at some point. When we are in a position to observe or to know that the feeling I am itself, even during the waking state, is observable, Mm. not just as a kind of uh, projection or kind of uh, intellectual comprehension, but really with feeling intensely, intuitively, know this. Are you aware of this? I the seer and the seen. Uh, I, I relate what you are saying. She is saying the seer, the, the seer and the seen. If they are the same. If they are the same. Uh, I feel they are not the same. It's that the seeing happens out of the seer. Because the seeing only happens in a waking state, and the seer is is just there. It's like it's almost. If I can put in words, I would say it's just a sureness that that is. Mm. But the, even the sureness come from the waking state, because in the sleeping state, even the sureness is not there. Mm. But the 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 I would say the difference from. Your presence and my presence will be this. In a waking state, I doubt, and you don't. Mm. But what is, is. In a sleeping state or in a waking state? Mm. In a waking state, with the awareness of it, it's easier to touch that sureness. But even when the, the, the. Sureness means certitude, cer- certainty. Yes. Sorry. So no, no, it's good. It's a good word. It's a good word. But in, in any, like when I'm not aware of mm. this certainty, it still is. It's mm. just mind. It's allowed to play its doubts. Yes. Mm. Who is aware of what is? 
It's a world itself. Mm-hmm. It's a world of itself. It's a world of itself, you say. And sometimes not. These are very subtle things we are speaking. These are very subtle things we are speaking now. And intuitively and inwardly are we present in our listening and speaking, because what is let's not speak of what is as though we're speaking about a phenomenon that we're looking we're discussing isness because our very discussing of isness it arises in isness now do we do we perceive or not even the discussion about what is is arising in what is even the we who is talking about we accept it is or it is not ourselves are images inside that isness which can be only what we truly are uh, being spoken about by what we imagine ourselves to be I'm not following yes intuitively there's a sense in us that is there secondary to what i say what 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 just is which is not depending upon any movement any activity any perception it simply is that is the the point beyond which there's no other space there's nothing behind it it, it, it is just what is it's not an image it's without image but images are perceivable in it on account of consciousness in the mind mind also appears in it as thought so this it that i'm speaking about is what we are because we cannot speak about an it which which we are not mm-hmm. otherwise it's just imagination which is also within us part of us what we are Okay, I'll try again. In simple terms, it can feel like whatever we speak about, no matter how clever we are, no matter how, how you know, intuitive, spontaneous, uh, precise, all these are merely mm, phenomenal expressions arising in what I call isness, mm-hmm. which is not a at all affected or is deeply concerned about it and this is what i say this is what we are that it is it might appear to us speaking like this that that which is being referred to as isness or amness or what is or whatever name you may call absolute god supreme it all works for that wordless isness if you want to put like this okay it doesn't say i am it it allows the saying i am to arise true consciousness it speak like this and i'm saying it it alone is and all that appears all the multitudinous conversations and thoughts and differences are all expressions arising out of it 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 has no enemy it has no friend it has no partners 
it is immutable and yet it is not stagnant it's not sterile it's not unfeeling no words in any language uh, can define contain grasp comprehend or convey what it is <coughs> but it gives power strength and meaning and authority to words or any other expression anything that can be felt or perceived derive their power out of that source you can call another word i like also a source we are not speaking mm. it appears as though we are few sitting here discussing what is as though it is somewhere else or it's uh, it's something to reach but all these are concepts because being infinite because there's nowhere where it is not so being infinite uh, it has no address it cannot move it cannot be less here and more somewhere else but this sense that it is more in some place and less in other places which is true and false and i want to point out that everything that we say or believe conceptually is true and false why the, the perception of this isness is not uh, as uh, appealing as uh, the other mind uh, emotions and i mean it's so subtle um because you cannot have that kind of virility of mind and isness at the same time uh in a sense you know to whom will isness be attracted or attractive who will be attracted to it uh it expresses as mind and mind itself is said to be its instrument for illusions and delusion and it needs to create illusion to create the sense of uh, duality separateness otherness because without otherness or duality they cannot be experienced and so experience is something that was its clever idea as you can say like this in order to have a sense of uh, of reaching something losing something gaining something forgetting something remembering something dying to itself becoming alive all of these things can become uh can enter into expression otherwise they cannot come uh i say it alone is even while it manifests in the most intricate ways and expressions it remains completely untouched um so your personality must disappear to really notice uh you can use the word that the personality must disappear is one way you can put it you can also see that when it is in self recognition and the the light and strength of apparent personality dissolve mm-hmm. uh the personality only appears because there's belief in personality and the belief is what energizes and gives life to the sense of any concept everything is born out of the believer this is why i say that we are perceiving what we conceive that the personality doesn't disappear the, pers- the attachment to the personality disappears 
because something is start keep What do we mean by personality? Uh, like the form which you digest the relations in the life in one way. Mm. Because we have different ideas about personality mm. that we have to first make sure that we are speaking on the same page what we're speaking because uh, for many people like you you gave one one you may say a definition of personality but personality can also just sort of mean the idea of an autonomous self with its with its conditioning and its unique perfume that arises out of that conditioning but that perfume is not fixed it's like a constantly changing self portrait shaped by moods and other factors some most of which are untraceable we cannot catch all of where they where they enter into <coughs> into uh you know contributing to the the fragrance of of what you feel you are in any moment so we're not talking somehow in the consciousness in the mind takes a kind of psychic photograph of the sense of one's self image and uses that as a route to also to to develop itself uh through its own concepts but when one recognizes that all of these are just um uh you know sort of soap bubbles basically um then it's not that they need to be burst it's just that somehow the attention reverts back to the source and in that uh in that marination of attention in the source all that is unreal dis- disappears and by disappearing all it means is that it loses power there's no interest in it and when interest is lost a thing is not perceived it could be in front of your eyes in a physical way but it is not perceived i mean the very fact that the eyes can 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 really you may call scan across so much phenomena uh, potentially and yet picks up something only here or here or there but everything is equal in physical seeing but doesn't amount to perception that what is being perceived arises through also conditioning that if you were registering every single phenomena every single thing object that uh, physically the eyes you know touch uh, you be out of space basically you be out, you be maybe crazy you would just speak gibberish you would not be able to somehow process it on one part this recognition that i am that is coming and on the other part there is this pull of fear I know this fear of the mind but it is so no. it just like going back and What forth. is the substance of the fear what is the message in the fear disappearing disappearing thank you and and what what is disappearing mind so if you say disappearing it means that some portion of it is already gone and it's weakness to be sort of dissolving in its potency or something like that yes. okay is it painful oh it's beautiful it's beautiful so you listen to this when the actual watching <laughs> of the mind disappearing is something actually very beautiful very spacious but still there's a fear of disappearing 
And these apparent contradictions and paradoxes will continue to happen at that very um, intimate. Mm, the deeper the introspection goes, the more simple and clean it becomes. Sometimes uh, you will find a little, little waves of fears will come. But until you face them and look at them and see what they are about, because the fear actually grows more through lack of um, you know, observation as well. You see, it's just like fear. It's just a feeling. Sometimes we have a feeling, and the mind names it fear. And it's like enough to not try to go further. It's now the time to back away. Back away from the fear. You're going to get burnt. Uh, but at this uh, level of inquiry, I, I want you to, 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 to look at that, to feel the fear coming up, not to make any effort to try and get rid of it or to find some distraction away from that, but to feel the, the, the presence of the fear and use it, actually, rather than run. Because if you run, you come back, it's going to be bigger than you. So when it comes to make use of the fear, to find out who is the one who is afraid, who is the one who is afraid of what uh, you are afraid also. And there is no cynicism in this, in this uh, questioning, but just to kind of identify um, what the fear is about and who is the fear for. To, to just look quietly, steadily, because sometimes, as you begin to look more deeply uh, towards, uh, to, to, with, with, for, for the sake of clarity, what begins to happen is that you begin to lose what your question is. This is quite a common phenomenon. That as you go into something, uh, 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 some question, some doubt, which has had substance, had, had power, uh, and you begin to look at it, you find that you are not able to retain a focus on it. The mind wants to swap it for something else, um, to give you an easier thing, or to change the question, or something. And through this very um, um, act, you come to see, actually, that there is, there is something to your questioning, you see. Something wants to get away. It wants to hide, doesn't want this question to be asked. And this is why I say, at this stage, the mind begins to throw stones in the bush to get your attention off the question, because uh, it, it's, it's coming uh, uncomfortably close to exposing what is unreal. Do you have the, 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 the urge or the determination to go through? Yes. And this is one, one point where that is one aspect of the inquiry that we, which may come up. And you are you are to slay the dragon in each room, because if you say yeah yeah well you know that's the, there are other aspects I prefer. No, as they come, you will slay the dragon in each room. 